1: Hello, hello, hello. This is Gresh from the IMCEO podcast. I have a very special guest on the show today. I have Kristen Johnson of Sophisticated Chic Brands. Kristen, it's awesome have you on the show.
2: Hi, hi everybody, how are you? (laughs)
1: doing, doing good, feeling great. I I usually like to say, and super excited to have you on the show. And what I wanted to do is just introduce you to Kristen. So you can hear about all the awesome things that she's doing. And Kristen is the CEO and founder of a couple of different entities as sophisticated chic brand. She is the personal style coach for professional women, helping them to determine their unique body shapes in order to hone in on a personal style that makes them feel more confident at project style university. She coaches aspiring and emerging wardrobe stylists through the growing pains of building a successful styling business in the fashion industry. And when she's not coaching or speaking to individuals about elevating themselves in style, she's figuring out new ways to expand her knowledge in, in, in business, spending time with family and friends, or jam into some of her favorite songs. Kristen, are you ready to speak to the IMCO community? I am ready. Awesome. Let's do it. So to kick everything off, I wanted to hear a little bit more on how you guys started. Could you take us through your CEO story? What we'll led you to get started with your businesses?
2: Yeah, yeah. So I've always been in fashion. I feel like that's cliche to kind of start off. But I just loved getting dressed every day. Um, And when I was in college, I didn't really have anything to do outside of schoolwork um, and my extracurricular activities. I really wanted something that I could call my own. So I started a blog. A fashion blog, a lifestyle blog, um, an entertainment blog, however you want to explain it. But I pretty much just talked about what I did every day, um, what happened when I went shopping, some of my shopping trips and different events that I went to. And that blog kind of led to me starting a styling business. The following year, um, I began to build my portfolio. Um, for some reason, I had a lot of friends who were models, photographers, and makeup artists. So we always got together and kind of, um, created magic, um, and of course, I was the stylist, the one providing the outfit ideas and the um, the looks. So that's how I got started in that. Um, I really started off in the editorial creative industry of styling, but now I'm focusing on more professional um, everyday lifestyle styling. Um, I started doing that back in 2016. Post college, I ended up landing a position at an industry, or I'm sorry, a company called Trunk Club. Um, which was at the time a styling company for men. We shipped men clothing and they sent back what they didn't like and they kept what they loved. We also had a location in DC. I'm from Baltimore. So um, I had to commute every day to work to DC, which was a lot, but (laughs) (laughs) I love the job. You know, it was really, really fun. Um, I was able to meet people in person um, and really connect with people one-on-one and on a more personal level. Um, As I was there, um, of course it was a startup, so I got a chance to style women and men. Um, We started styling women, Um, we got a lot of women Um, to come into our showroom and just really, you know, style them and learn more about them. So that kind of stuck with me. And since then, I took everything that I pretty much learned from that one position and put it into my business. Um, So it's just been really fun to just connect with so many professional women um, on a more personal level and just help them to really be confident in themselves because a lot of them I've learned just forget about themselves because they're so busy, running businesses or so busy um, connecting with people, meeting with people, but they kind of forget about themselves. Um, So that's where I came in. Um, So that's pretty much how I got started.
1: Awesome, that makes so much sense. And I, I definitely appreciate you, you know, for the reminder as well too of, you know, so many so many times where like the women you work with as well too are so busy keeping everybody else cup full, they sometimes forget their own cup. Um, and I think it's so big to, to be able to have that opportunity and to be recognized and to see kind of somebody that can help them to do that. And, and I, I think it's big as well, like kind of through everything that you do through your story, it's kind of like that consistent theme that has gone throughout it. And I think so many times when you're able to do that and you're wondering, if if you're in alignment when you can see like no matter you know what quote unquote job or position or business you're running and when you have that consistent theme it lets you know that you're right in alignment with who you are and, and you start attracting those like-minded people as you've been right. to. exactly
2: exactly cool
1: awesome so I, I know we touched on it a little bit but I wanted to hear a little bit more on what you're doing for your clients could you take us through exactly like what that looks like and how exactly that process goes
2: yeah so um, I offer a variety of different services that are um, c- like in packages, so in package forms, Mm -hmm. but mostly we start off virtual, which is kind of perfect for what we're going through now, but, um, you know, I connect with them over a phone call, really listen to them and see what they need, why they're reaching out, Um, have they ever worked with a stylist before, pretty much just learning about them, Um, and then we do a consultation, which is virtual, I get to see them in person, I show them how to take their measurements, um, and I really just learn more about them, what they like, what they don't like, um, you know, where they shop, where they don't shop, um, and different things like that. Of course, their body and what they're comfortable with showing and what they're not comfortable with showing. So it's really just a the process of building a relationship which is what we pretty much do on a daily basis regardless if you're a stylist or um, you know a business owner you're always building relationships with with individuals so that's pretty much what my job consists of um, and really just getting to know that person so I can best provide them with the best services and really just help them with what they need I would hate to work with someone and not help them or not provide them with what exactly they're looking for. And it also gives me an opportunity to educate, and that's really what I'm all about. A lot of people still don't really know what a stylist is or what a stylist does. Um, So that's where I come in as well, and I kind of educate them and let them know this is what I do, this is what I provide, is this what you're looking for? Some people don't even realize that they need what I offer until it's brought up you know so that's always a cool situation um but other than that it's really about relationship building um and getting to know the client um, and then providing them with exactly what they're looking for
1: yeah, that makes so much sense. And I'm glad you kind of preface it with that, because I think so many times that relationship aspect is, is so big, I think, you know, all throughout life and business, obviously, as well, too. But I think that, as you said, when you really are listening, you're engaging, you're, you're hearing what somebody has to say, what they're looking for, um, and you have that opportunity to provide, you know, something that can help out. A lot of times people may not know it's a stylist, they may not know exactly what it is, but when mm-hmm. they get that solution, it, it definitely makes a tremendous impact because it's exactly what they're looking for. Because you listen, you engage and you were kind of being that that person that uh, provided that solution.
2: Exactly. Which nowadays I feel like a lot of people don't do as mm-hmm. business owners. We're so like... Um, uh, I don't even know the word (laughs) but we're so like excited to just make a sale or just get business and it it's levels you know when i first started i used to be like that you know i was excited to work with people when they reached out to me but after a while i realized that a lot of those people weren't even the type of people that i probably should have worked with in the first place they weren't really my client they didn't really understand what i had to offer a lot of them didn't even allow me to do my job at one point but i was um uh, what's the word? <laughs> I don't know why I'm having a brain fart. Now but I felt, like, <laughs> I felt like I I felt like that was all that I was getting at one point. Mm-hmm. Um, but now I've kind of learned. Yeah. And I was just settling, you know. Yeah. But now I've learned how to deal with those individuals, how to attract the right people. Um, and that's why I started coaching stylists to really show them, mm-hmm. you know, what I did to get where I am now and how they can avoid some of those um, trials and setbacks. So,
1: yeah. Yeah. That, that makes so much sense and kind of given that opportunity to be able to give back but it's so funny you said that because I've been through like a, you know sales training and I think went through like a three-week sales training and I, I remember the lady during the training she basically said you know what people do when they get all this information the first time they sit down with that very first client they just do like a the, the um, vocab throw up of all the things that you learn in training not mm-hmm. actually building that relationship and getting that engagement and I think as you said there's levels to it I appreciate you talking about the process of that because I think so many times as you get more comfortable in what it is that you do you have more awareness you get to turn it from what you know to what the person is actually looking for and have a a conversation and and actually engage
2: exactly exactly and it helps you in the long run because you Mm -hmm. can easily just create exactly what they're looking for if you don't already you know offer that so
1: yeah that's very very true very valid point because i think so many times when you have that listening ear sometimes opportunities that you didn't sometimes see come out as a result of you just listening engaging and having a
2: conversation. Exactly.
1: Awesome, awesome, awesome. So I wanted to ask you now for what I call your secret sauce. And you might have already touched on this, but this might be for you or your businesses. What do you feel kind of sets you apart and makes you unique?
2: Uh, i feel like it's a couple of different things um, with me helping women to determine their body shape I feel like there are other people out here doing it but not in the way that I'm doing it um, I actually show them how to do it um, I give them the resources the the tips and the tricks on how I do it so um, and with that I help them to determine their body shape with the body shapes that I actually created um, a lot of stylists pretty much go off of what's already out there and I realized that when I first created the body shapes. um, I did that because a lot of the the women in the audiences of the events that I was speaking at, or some of the women that I connected with, they weren't really intrigued by the body shapes that were already invented as far as, you know, bananas and apples (laughs) and pears. Like no woman wants to be compared to a fruit. Um, And sometimes women don't like being compared to shapes either, as far as triangles and rectangles. So with me actually Um, You know, inventing my own shapes and really teaching women about that. I think that definitely allows me to stand out Um, and also my creativity when it comes to events and how I really adapt to my surroundings. So being in a smaller city, Baltimore, a lot of people, like I said before, don't really know what a stylist is. So I pretty much in the beginning of 2019, I started hosting my own workshops. Mm -hmm. Most of them were free, provided food, drinks, and all of that, but it was literally me building my platform and showing people who I am, what I have to offer, and what exactly it is that I do. Um, I feel like a lot of stylists don't do that, or they don't really know how to go about doing it, so I started doing that, um, and that was just practice for me to just get more comfortable speaking to people, different types of people, and handling situations differently. Um, And the last thing I would say that makes me unique is I feel like my approach when it comes to things. So now that we're going through COVID-19 and quarantine and all of that, I feel like a lot of stylists or even a lot of businesses in general are kind of shutting down. But with me, I know women aren't necessarily looking to spend a lot of money probably right now. So I decided to create a virtual event that allows me to still do what I do as a stylist, but speak to multiple people at once um, and really give them the, give them a personalized experience that they may not get anywhere else. So I'm doing a virtual closet cleanse um, event um, for the spring. So it's perfect timing. Um, and then it's cool because everybody's inside anyway. So just showing women how they can use their time wisely, but still allowing, allowing them to see what I have to offer um, and really just branching out and doing something different. So, and that's what, being a business owner and an entrepreneur is all about just trying new things and seeing if it works and if it works great if it doesn't then just take it with salt and keep going
1: awesome 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 so i wanted to switch gears a little bit and i wanted to ask you for what i call a ceo hack so this could be like an app a book or habit that you have but what's something that makes you more effective and efficient
2: i would say linkedin i don't know if that's like considered
1: a hack hack. (laughs) Depending on how you use it, right? (laughs)
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I know for everything that I do, I'm always on there promoting myself, um, messaging people, you know, and it's so easy to just reach out to people, um, whether they respond or not, you know, they may see it and they may react to it and others may not. But it just gives you the opportunity to just reach out to people and just see what happens
1: absolutely no i think that's a phenomenal hack within a hack um so i I wanted to ask you now for what i call a ceo nugget so that could be a word of wisdom or piece of advice or something you might tell yourself if you were to hop into a time machine
2: i guess that everything will be okay um sometimes i feel like i'm not working hard enough when i'm doing what i do um and i feel like of course everybody's always their own worst critic and we're just you know terrible with ourselves. We treat ourselves really badly when it comes to business and when it comes to just creating. Um, But, you know, when other people are looking at us and they see what we do, they see something completely different. Um, They see amazingness. They see brilliance. They see um, everything that they want to do or everything that they would love to be a part of.
1: Awesome. So I wanted to ask you now my absolute favorite question, which is the definition of what it means to be a CEO. And we're all going to have different quote unquote CEOs on the show. So Kristen, what does being a CEO mean to you?
2: It means wearing multiple hats. Um, Mm -hmm. I literally do everything and have been doing everything for a really long time. Um, And it made me kind of humble myself because this industry isn't for everybody. And they always say, you know, um, it's always great to have your own business or own something, own something of your own. Um, And it's just always been a thing for me to want to do that. Like owning a business or just having the business mindset is really in my blood, but it's not for everybody. Um, Everybody can't wear multiple
1: hats. I definitely appreciate that. Um, And I appreciate your time even more. So what I wanted to do is pass you the mic, so to speak, just to see if there's anything additional you want to let our readers and listeners know. And of course, how best they can find out about you and get a hold of you.
2: Yeah. Um, Is there anything I want you guys to know? Um, To definitely support small businesses, um, small female-led businesses, small female-led Black-owned businesses, please support us. Um, and allow us to provide you with amazing service. Um, I feel like some of us sometimes are a little overlooked um, and forgotten about, but we really do really great work. So definitely support the best way you can. Um, And you can connect with me and find me um, on LinkedIn. My name is Kristen Johnson, C-H-R-I-S-T-E-N. And of course, Sophisticated Chic Brand on LinkedIn and also Instagram, Sophisticated Chic Brand. Um, you can also find me on my website, SophisticatedChicBrand.com.
1: Awesome. We will definitely have those links and information in the show notes. And I definitely appreciate that reminder because I think so many times, uh, you know, there are businesses and segments of, of you know, individuals as well, too, that are definitely overlooked. So I think we all with, have within us the power to kind of use our dollar to support mm-hmm. businesses or not support businesses. So I, you, I definitely appreciate you for, you know, bringing that to attention and reminding us of that, that, you know, we can definitely do a lot with the effect that we have and things that we want to see in the world by the dollars and where we use them so exactly. truly appreciate you and i hope you have a great rest of the day
0: thank you for listening to the i am ceo podcast powered by blue 16 media tune in next time and visit us at imceo.co i am ceo is not just a phrase it's a community